You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal wherever you get your podcast, And watch on Bloomberg Originals, Bloomberg Television, or BTV+. This is Bloomberg Law with June Grosso from Bloomberg Radio. Well, she's a very good person. Yeah, many lawyers. I have many lawyers, uh, and I've had many lawyers. Uh, but she's uh, somebody that uh, I think has done a very, very good job. Uh, we won a couple of cases, and we have uh, numerous cases that never happened. You know, I'm, a, I'm always a target, unfortunately, uh, and very sadly, as it's very, it's a very unfair situation. Former President Donald Trump is singing the praises of the attorney who's using an aggressive legal strategy to counterattack in some of his highest priority legal fights. Bloomberg legal reporter Eric Larson profiled Trump's new lawyer, Alina Haba, and spoke to the former president to get his take on her. Eric, start by telling us a little about Alina Haba. So Alina Haba is a 38-year-old lawyer from New Jersey. She founded a small law firm that now has five lawyers total. She is a member of Donald Trump's Bedminster Golf Club. She's fairly well-to-do. She's originally from New Jersey. And she told me that she wanted to help Trump out because she is a a true believer in his legal causes. She's not a high-profile name. Why did Trump go with her? I had heard from her and separately from Trump that other Other members at the Bedminster Golf Club had told Trump about her legal work for them. So she had represented other members at the club, done some legal work here and there. And they liked, I guess, the results. And they knew that Trump is always in need of uh, legal help. So she was recommended. And basically, he had someone at the club reach out to her, get her business card. Then several interviews followed with him in person and then also with the Trump Organization legal team in general. She has an aggressive legal strategy, which Trump likes. Yeah, you know, she's been very aggressive in court. You know, Trump says this was his idea to get more aggressive. And I think that in Alina Haba, he found someone willing to carry out this aggressive strategy. So it started out with, uh, you'll recall that Trump had two lawsuits against him by different women, E. Jean Carroll, New York Advice columnist, and a former Apprentice contestant, Summer Zervos. They both claimed that they were sexually assaulted by him and that
that he defamed them by denying it. So those cases had been going on for a while, and Alina Haba took over his defense and basically threatened counterclaims against them under the anti-slap laws, you know, alleging bad faith lawsuits had been filed against Trump. Summer Zervos, the apprentice contestant, dropped her lawsuit after that. And in the case of E. Jean Carroll, a judge ruled that the claim was coming too late. But Trump was real happy about that Zervos case going away. He congratulated her on that. He printed out a news article and signed it, and she has a framed copy of that hanging on her wall. So at any rate, he gave her some more matters to handle, and then she went on the offense against his other courtroom foes. Right. She's filed some lawsuits that seem designed to get headlines and also look like they could be easily dismissed. I mean, certainly I spoke with legal experts at the time that these lawsuits were filed who said that they seemed pretty weak, that they were frivolous, perhaps. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. These are three separate lawsuits, one filed against the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, claiming that her investigation into Trump's company is politically motivated and bogus and is seeking an injunction to force the investigation to end. The other was filed more recently against Hillary Clinton, the Democratic Party, and several others alleging a big conspiracy to undermine Trump while he was in office in regards to the Russia investigation and things like that. And then another lawsuit filed against his estranged niece, Mary Trump, and the New York Times, seeking $100 million in damages for her acting as a source for the newspaper's award-winning article about his finances. Her track record on Trump cases hasn't been all wins. No, definitely not. So far, we've seen a few big setbacks. She had tried to fight against subpoenas that were issued by the New York Attorney General to prevent Trump and two of his children, Don Jr. and Ivanka, from having to testify under oath. They really wanted to avoid that, and she argued really hard against it, but a judge upheld those subpoenas back in February. She's appealing that, but she lost on that. And in regards to the subpoena for Trump's records, that was also upheld and Trump agreed to abide by it with Alina Haba's, you know, help. But instead, he he didn't follow through. And she basically went to the court on the day that the documents were due and said, actually, we object to this subpoena. The judge was not happy. He held Donald Trump in contempt of court and fined him $10,000 a day, which was just lifted the, the other day provisionally. They're trying to get him out of contempt. But he owes the court $110,000 now. And frankly, this is a result of the way that Alina Haba handled it. They both fault the judge for this, by the way. And Trump does not think that uh, Ms. Haba did anything wrong in her representation. 110000 Dropping the bucket for Trump. Let's listen to what Trump told you about that ruling. It's just a very unfair situation. So uh, I think she's done a very good job, and uh, I hope she'll continue to do a good job. A story in the Daily Beast in March described other members of Trump's legal team complaining about Haba and mocking her. Yes, and that was one of probably several pieces in the legal uh, news world that had some negative things to say about uh, Ms. Haba. And, and frankly, th- that's part of the reason I wanted to write this profile. I, I got a chance to email with her in covering these cases and then finally met her in person in court during that contempt hearing. 
And, you know, regardless of the cases and how strong they are, I felt like she deserved a little bit more of a fair shake in terms of uh, making her a little more three-dimensional and, and showing what she, she's like. Because some of those pieces, I'm not going to call anyone out specifically, but she said that made her feel like she was being portrayed as having no experience, some podunk lawyer in New Jersey who um, had some personal connection to Trump and got this work. She says that that's just not true. And I said, fine, you know, I want to learn more about you. So that's what the piece is about. Final question. Trump is known for stiffing some of his lawyers. Is she being paid? <laughs> I did ask her that, and she said yes. Uh, she said that she is being paid, and, and I believe her. So, <laughs> <laughs> Great profile. Thanks so much, Eric. That's Bloomberg legal reporter Eric Larson. Coming up next on the Bloomberg Law Show, how to spot dishonest lawyers. They're probably playing a game. I'm June Grosso, and you're listening to Bloomberg. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Join Bloomberg in San Francisco or virtually on May 7th for The Future Investor, Data-Powered Transformations. This 2024 event series will examine how data is not only playing a pivotal role in investment decisions, but serves as a driving force behind the construction of innovative, investable enterprises. This series is proudly sponsored by Invesco QQQ. Register at BloombergLive.com slash FutureInvestor slash radio. 